So it is the fifth Sunday of the month, and that means that it is a healing celebration. We take this opportunity to go back to the basics and the fundamentals of this new thought teaching, that it is a, a, a healing practice. And healing is not fixing something that's broken. Healing is not repairing something that is uh, unserviceable. Healing is the revealing of the truth. In fact, it's been said, there is nothing to be healed, just truth to be revealed. And when we are in our high-minded, oh, spiritual, sitting on the purple pillow self, we say, yeah, yeah, that's true. And other times we say, but stuff is just like not working for me. I got relationships that are just uncomfortable and I've got illness and I've got challenges and my friends are dying and yeah, da, 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 and the rest of it. How can you say that there's no healing? There's just truth to be revealed. And the healing is the revealing of the truth. You know, if if we were given uh, our own choice uh, about this, we might say, well, I want to live forever. But I don't want to get old. It's like, well, okay, how's that going to work? Um, because the way that we live is by getting old. So, but I don't want to look old. You know, I just, I just want to, I don't want to have to deal with an end of life sort of circumstance. Uh, you know, when we're children, we really want to be grown up so that we can take control and dominion of our lives and we can make our own decisions and do what we want to do and go where we want to go. And then we get to be adults and we're constrained by all of the stuff that we have to do and the responsibilities and there's paying bills and there's obligations and all the rest of that. And what we really want to do is connect with our inner child. And as the great philosopher Roseanne Rosanna Dana said, it's always something. So either you're not old enough or you're too old. Either you want to live forever or you don't want to look like you're getting older. There's, there's always something. So healing isn't the getting one of those pieces and being able to say, that's the one I want to go with. Healing is the experience of the wholeness, the truth of the fact that we are all on our perfect path, having our perfect experience at this moment. It's about harmony. It's about alignment. It's about that experience of love unfolding, that bright light shining through whatever it is that we're doing. Gandhi said, live as if you were to die tomorrow, love as if you were to live forever. And being able to exist in that balance point, live as if you were to die tomorrow. Carpe diem, make the most of this moment because this is the moment that we have. And love as if you were to live forever. Because more love and more love and more love coming into the world is how we each individually get uplifted and how that uplift spreads. That's how the light shines. So healing is to do both of those things, to act as if we only have this moment and to act as if we are that light shining eternally. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow. Uh, would have marked the anniversary of uh, the assassination of Gandhi. And it's also the beginning of the season for nonviolence, which is 64 days starting from tomorrow through uh, the anniversary date of the assassination of Martin Luther King. Two people who told us how to bring transformation into the world. So healing is that transformation. Healing is the way that newness and goodness and something else that's possible comes up in the world. So live as if you were to die tomorrow. Love as if you were to live forever. And that can come up personally in our lives in lots of different ways. I got a couple of stories that I'm going to tell. 
uh, Aza Williams, who uh, was uh, part of our community for the last year or so. She met us on Meetup uh, in the Spiritual Adventures, um, was a regular participant in the daily meditations. Uh, she lives in Baltimore and had lived in Philadelphia for some time, was from Trenton. And every once in a while, I got to hear a little bit of, uh, of her story. And um, Aza was, for the entire time that we knew her, was uh, dealing with pancreatic cancer. Uh, the part that she didn't share that openly was that her oncologist had told her in January of 2022 that she had about a year. So as far as the science was concerned, it was not surprising that she passed uh, on uh, Friday, the 13th of January. And the, there'll be a memorial for her next week. And we can be reminded of that bright light of divine love that she was and the way that she brought that light into the world. Live as if you were to die tomorrow. Love as if you were to live forever. And she embodied that. She absolutely did. She was signed up to take the intuition class that started the basically the week that she passed. So we can take that and we can be sad because we miss that bright light shining amongst us. And we can also take that as a lesson to be able to be in that place of optimism and, and enthusiasm. And she didn't act like a cancer patient for any of the time that we knew her she got ports put in and ports taken out and had to go the place that she lived need, near, needed to be near a va hospital but that wasn't the defining element of her story and the way that we got to know her was as that wonderful joyous loving light that she was so we're always a choice we're always a choice a really good friend of mine uh, who lives in southern california uh is dealing with covid and he is, it feels like he's as sick as he's ever been. It's awful. He hates it. It's terrible. And his body is going through dealing with COVID. So he said, well, you know, there's, there's, there's a better possibility there of why does he need to get COVID? Why does it need to be serious COVID? And all the rest of, of the, the things that, that come to mind about that. And uh, through the experience that he's had of dealing with this, uh, this, this bout of uh, COVID, is he acknowledges that you know he hasn't done anything to really keep himself safe. He hasn't paid any attention to how much COVID there is in the neighborhood. He hasn't worn a mask. He's just kind of gone around with people. And unfortunately, that's part of the healing because what we are doing is creating our own experience all the time. So yes, we can go stand out on a street corner in a dangerous neighborhood with no clothes on in the middle of January and something uncomfortable is pretty much going to happen. We don't necessarily know what it's going to be, but something, we're inviting it. We're inviting, we're not participating in taking care of ourselves. So the healing is not fixing something that's broken. It's that experience of harmony and alignment and love unfolding in whatever way it is. And sometimes it shows up as the sniffle that we've had just resolves and turns out that it's not a sniffle. And it could turn out that the financial struggle that we've been having, suddenly we're able to pay the, all the bills with the funds that are coming in. And healing is the revealing of that truth that we are in the flow of that infinite goodness at every moment. And it could be the lesson that we really need to take better care of ourselves to protect our health in circumstances where there might be a challenge from that instead of making assumptions about it. We don't know what the healing is going to look like. But God knows what the healing is going to look like. So as we surrender our attachment, I want to be able to do things the way that I always do them and have them come out the way that I say they should. That is prone to difficulty. 
let's <laughs> just say that is prone to difficulty so what we get to do now is set a new intention to invite that healing in and that might show up as the healing being the res resolution of something that's been a challenge for us a job offer that's on its way or a new relationship that's blossoming that continues to unfold in a wonderful way uh, uh a creative opportunity to share our gifts and talents and skills with the world in a, in a, in a brand new way. It's different for each of us. <clears throat> so we're going to do this meditation together. And the invitation will be to come up with an idea and intention, something that is, that means healing for you. And then after that, uh, we'll do a process where we get to light a candle, um, which lets us uh, uh, set the intention and activate that. I'm going to stop talking now. It's Jesus's turn. Thank you, Rev. Thank you. You remind me of dying to the self. Um, it was all. Uh, this man came from India, went to Africa, got one of those nice birds, brought it back to India, put it in the cage. Then next year he was going back to Africa, asked the bird, hey, what you want me to tell your friends and family back in Africa? Tell them I'm doing good in my cage. I'm happy. Um, joyful. So the man went back to Africa. So family and friends, hey, that bird, in your message, he's happy in his cage, joyful. As soon as one bird heard that, he fell dead. The man said, oh, man, that must be his brother. He loved him so much, just felt dead, went back, explained that to the bird. The bird, when he heard that, he fell dead too. The man took him out of the cage, throw him out. As soon as he threw him, he flew to the top of the tree. Say, what happened? I thought you was dead. You fooled me. Well, that bird told me something. If I want to get rid of my cage, got to die first. So that's, we settle in to the dying to the self. Being in the quiet, the silent, silent is going to our closet, shutting that door. It's not a closet of a literal closet, a state of consciousness. When we use the three R's, not the R's of writing, reading, mathematics, the R's of realization, knowing that truth, about each one of us. Recognition, recognizing our nature, our spiritual nature. Not only saying we are human and occasionally we have a spiritual experience. It's the other way around, we are spirit. And occasionally, we have a human experience. Revelation, 
the other off. That truth being revealed in each one of us. What comes to us in this moment, this moment of healing, what idea, what realization, recognition, revelation comes to each one of us as we sit in there comfortable in our chairs, beds. Take a deep breath in. Hold it right there. Empty yourself, let it out. Fully. What comes to mind, to that great mind, to the only mind. Past, present and future here, right here, right now. Because what we think today while we saw here right now, those ideas, those intentions, is what we're gonna see in our future. We plant the seed in the fertile ground and we expect that tree, that flower to bloom will come into our experience with that healing that revelation of who we are. And as we go into the sighting, to the quietness where we are here right now, something gonna come up, something good, something pleasant, joyful, happy. Wisdom, freedom, a balance, a power, that love, a unity together, one with the father and mother of our being.
There is no special power in the candle. The reason we use the candles, the reason we light the candles is to remind ourselves that we are that focal point of divine love. So as Jamie sings the next song, go ahead and at the appropriate moment, either light a candle that happens to be in your location, or we'll light some candles that are here and let that serve to activate the good uh, love that's unfolding. Into your hands I commit my spirit Into your hands I commit my soul Into your hands I surrender Into your hands Oh Lord I don't know what the divine plan is Can't make sense of what I can't see Yet I know that it's in order on my wildest dreams into your hands I commit my spirit into your hands I commit my soul into your I surrender into your hands, oh Lord, into your hands, oh Lord, into Divine. 
into that infinite flow, that presence, that peace, that power, that grace, that ease, that abundance, that joy that is always there, surrendering to it, relating, being willing to let go of what no longer serves, what in thought, in belief, in behaviors may have imprisoned us, being willing to open up that prison and to set ourselves free to align with the divine die to the old to awaken arise into the new and i know declare and affirm that whatever good has been declared by anyone here as they lit their candles has moved into that creative medium which always says yes Yes to peace, yes to harmony, yes to wholeness, yes to love, yes to life, yes to joy. So we move ourselves out of the way and let the divine in. We invite it, we welcome it in with every breath and allow it to fill us to overflowing and to push out everything which no longer serves. With each breath. And we move forward in alignment and openness to receive. And knowing that the good we have claimed is already at hand and is accomplished. And it is done as we completely surrender to this process. There is no thing to be healed, only this goodness, this godness to be revealed, to be embraced, to be embodied. And I know that it is complete and accomplished for everyone right here. This good is at hand, and even more good is on the way. I know this to be so, and I give thanks. And I release all of these intentions, my own intentions, into that creative medium, which always says, yes, it is complete, it is accomplished, this good is at hand, this good and greater good is on the way right here and right now. I allow it to be so, I know it to be so, blessed be, and so it is. <laughs> 